0: Welcome to the home care leadership podcast series brought to you by right at home, where we discuss the changing landscape of home care innovation. Karen Zuger, chief of strategic growth for right at home, talks with industry leaders in areas of senior health and support, discussing the new, the innovative and how each of us can contribute to better aging.
1: Hello, everybody. I'm excited today um, to have a discussion with Matt Paxton who is the leading downsizing and decluttering expert. This guy is awesome, and we have crossed paths many times throughout my career. He's done all sorts of different things from owning businesses and reality television. He started after his father, stepfather, and both grandparents died in the same year, leaving him with several estates to clean up at once with. I can't even fathom. Uh, But ever since, Matt and his network of experts have been working with families struggling with settling estates and cleanups for almost 20 years, which is awesome. He is the host of the Emmy nominated public television series Legacy List with Matt Paxton. It launched its third season in January of 2022 and has been the leading expert f- featured um, during 12 seasons of the A&E TV show that we all know so well, Hoarders, I'm Addicted. That's that weekend, um, watch 20 episodes in one day and just, you know, get hooked. And he appears regularly as a public speaker, television and radio personality. He helps families to find the upside and downsizing. And his latest book, which I can't wait to hear about, Keep the Memories, Lose the Stuff, Declutter, downsize, and move forward with your life will be published by Penguin in February 2022, and features Matt's nine steps to downsizing and decluttering your home. So, Matt, welcome.
0: Thanks for having me. What a what a bio! I didn't realize uh, I was doing that well. That's pretty it. good. I was just yeah.
1: I was impressed with my reading abilities there. Did you yeah. the inflection? I feel like I just knocked that one yeah, out of the you park. It. Right. I should
0: have you do my audio book. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Okay, so let's jump in, because I think this book is pretty awesome, and I want to hear more about it. Um, And you've done so much. I love your work and your focus on seniors and everything that you've aligned um, just to help the aging population around hoarding and estate cleanup. Um, But talk to us about it. What is this? Keep the Memories, Lose the Stuff, which is a great title, by the way. Tell us about it. Thank you.
0: Well, it's, it's, it basically a summary of my 20 year career, you know, and you said it in the bio, man, I started, I was 24 and everyone died and I had to, I was the kid that got required to clean everything up and there was no book on what to do, you know, and I was grieving and I was sad. And then I had to like figure out how to throw away like propane, you know, Like I mean like it was hard, you know, and it was just all these crazy things and I was lost. And so I started my little career 20 years ago doing that and when the pandemic started, I was like, all right, it's time to write this book. I've been wanting to do it. I'm going to be home for a few months. And I just got focused and I just put it down. And so it's, it's literally my entire step. And I, and I, all nine steps. And what I really believe is at the end of the day, it's stuff that's holding us back, right? And so many of my clients, you know, they're like, well, I'm ready to go to senior living. I'm ready to go to my and It may not be a community. It might be aging in place. It might be you know, moving into an adult children's home. There's so many different, might be home sharing. Mm-hmm. There's so many different options, but it's the stuff that's holding them back. And when I really looked at my 20 year career, it was the memories mm-hmm. that was holding us back. It wasn't really the stuff. We don't care about the stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's, even, let's even say China. China's a, you know, I can't stand China, but it is grandma's China that's holding us back, not just anybody's China. And so I said, okay, what's the memories? And so what it really came down to was, hey man, if you tell the stories, if you share the stories, you share those memories, then it's easier to let go of that stuff.
1: Gosh, that's awesome! And I, can't, I can't imagine like going through a massive estate. What, what is the stuff like? What are, what are the things that you see a ton of? Is it the china? Like, I'm thinking in my house. It's paint cans, yeah,
0: brown furniture. Yeah, it's brown furniture. <laughs> okay, it's china, silverware, clothes that we can't fit in anymore, um, paintings from our. You know, media, mediocre artist children that are now 45 <laughs> years old, um, baseball cards that we're saving just in case they're worth something. It's a lot of hopes, wishes and maybes. Yeah. It's really not anything of, of substance. I mean, I've sold a lot of houses and once the adult children take what they want and once you use what you actually need, um, mm-hmm. believe it or not, the average price of what the rest of the house sells for is about eight thousand dollars. <laughs> contents yeah and i'm talking you know we've that's 50 years of of our life and we've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on it and it's about eight grand yeah and and with my show we'll talk about that with my tv show and with the book i really kind of dumbed it down to okay like what are the things that matter man like what do we really really need and it ends up being just a few items right really it's 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 actually not tons Mm -hmm. and um and i found i mean the the sharing of the stories it actually because the biggest issue is when we're when we're you know when you're going through this process, you you get bummed because your adult children don't want all your stuff. Yeah. and or your millennial children don't want all your stuff. and 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 we've got this misconception that our kids don't want our stuff. Mm-hmm. That's not true. They just don't want the stuff that we want them to have. They want different <laughs> stuff,
1: right. <laughs> That's great, and it's so funny because this just resonates with me as well as I think about the paintings that my mom still has on the wall, and she's just like, "You are such an amazing artist," and I'm like, "Gosh, not really." Like, what? actually,
0: I'm an amazing business person, mom, and like, let's focus on that, right? Like, I mean, my mom, I'll get per- my mom asked me the other day if I was ever going to get a real job. Oh my, still, God. you know. And she's like, I'm like, mom, I've hired like all of your friends' kids, you know, like I mean, like I'm on Good Morning America, and I, you know, you're like I'm going in none of it. She can't. It. She wants me to get a real job. Oh my god. And then she was moving. She said, I'm still holding all that stuff from high school. Do you want it? Do you want to come? So my mom actually downsized this year.
1: Oh, good for her. And
0: she called me. Yeah, she called me. and She's like, who am I going to call to do this? And I was like, well, I think you just <laughs> G- did. Gee, right. She goes, exactly. Oh no, no, Like someone that actually does this oh, for a living. I go, actually, mom. Like, it was so funny. But like, our oh, mom is a mom. Right. right. And so they hold on to our stuff. So I literally had to go to my mom's house and go through my stuff from when I was a kid. Oh
1: my God. That's fun though. That is a fun process. I enjoy doing that. Like we were talking earlier before we jumped on, but I'm one of six kids and she has these boxes, these totes of all of our stuff. She did a pretty good job, but it's like, okay, this is, this is the stuff that really tells a story. And we sit down and spend hours just talking about the memories and then, then get rid of it to your point. It's like, let's talk about it. yeah you,
0: you pretty much just summed up the book. I'll be honest. like I mean, it goes through the so the, what's different about this book and, and other organizing books is that I go ahead and embrace the the emotional part of this. Mm-hmm. Like we're you know at, at our age if you have a caregiver, something's going on, yeah. right. And so, like let's embrace that and let's talk about it and let's share the positive and the negative. And so it's a lot of communication tips, a lot of advice on how to how to really get at this, but in a positive way, and also how to celebrate the things that have changed, yeah. both good and bad. And so it's it's 50% like uh, emotional guidance and advice coaching, I guess. And then, and then 50% is just a straight up like operational. Where do I go to get rid of my books? What do I do to get rid of my China? How do I so- safely sell my jewelry? Like all the little, you know, important boxes you got to check when you're doing things. And it's, it's, it's written so that if you want to do this by yourself, you can. Okay. And if not, you can, uh, the, the last after, at the very end of the book, I ended up putting it at the very end, uh, I have a resource guide and it's it's literally every company I've ever worked with mm. in the last 20 years. And It tells you where to go to look for all these places. And then more importantly, I uh, do the hundred most requested items. People email me about, they're just like, Hey man, I don't need you to clean my house. I just, where do I take my books or where do I, who do I use to shred paper? Or, you know, where can I get this watch?
1: That's uh, uh, amazing. That is, that is
0: top hundred items. Yeah. yeah. It it gives you every option, either sell, donate, trash or recycle. And it tells you all your different options to do for that item. So you can really just pick the item. Uh, And uh, that almost didn't get made into the book. And then at the end they were like, yeah, yeah, go ahead and put that in. And now it's probably my favorite part of the book, the resource section.
1: I feel like I need multiple copies. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know, but that that sounds amazing. And I mean, again, so we are in home care right at home. Obviously we serve, um, seniors and those living with disabilities at home. And we come across this type of stuff all the time where people just want to hold on to stuff and they want to get rid of it. They want to figure out, you know, how they should go about it. They just don't know what to do or who to talk to or where to go. So, As a caregiver in the home, whether it's a family caregiver, a professional caregiver, or an owner of a home care organization, it sounds like this is a great resource just from Who Do I Call?, you know, I have 100 empty paint cans. What do I do? Where where do I take them? I've got.
0: Yeah, it was going to care. It's going to save the caregivers time, right? Because that's that's who ends up doing all this research. Mm-hmm. And they have to find out, OK, I got it. Who does this? Where does this? Are they safe? Can I let them come to my house? Do I have to mm-hmm. meet them outside? Like it exactly. will literally save you 20 hours up front of research and actually like operational doing it. it it's it's all the advice I've had my entire career. So that'll help with that. I think for the actual client, for the person you're caring for, it'll free up their anxiety because yeah. that's oftentimes the stuff and the procrastination of the stuff is what's holding us back from living a better life. You might have an adaption to the home mm-hmm. that can't happen because it's filled with boxes of pictures mm-hmm. or that space is, you know, you could get a rail or you could get an elevator, but that space is filled with, you know, junk from your adult children who just haven't come by yet. Right. and you And you've asked them three times, but you don't know how to get them to show up. You know, like just little, and by the way, the answer on that, it's in the book. it's you give them a firm deadline oh. and and if they don't show up by x date, it's your stuff, and you sell it or donate it. And um, my mom actually did that to me. She actually took a picture of some of my stuff on the sidewalk. And uh, I was like, oh, she's serious. I better, Seriously. my mom's no joke, man, I love her. And uh, and I was like, okay, I guess I'll get over there right now. You know, but it's like setting very clear. So the the, the takeaway there is setting a very clear boundary and mm-hmm. a very clear expectation of giving you six weeks. If you don't come by this day, you must not want it. Yeah. And, you know, changing your space which, by the way, if if you have a caregiver, you need that space for something. Yeah. That's why we're dealing with. this. And so, your life needs could be made better with that space being cleared out. Right. You got to get very clear on it, and 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 not just to let the, the people think that your house is a very expensive storage unit yeah. because it's not.
1: That's right. That's right. So I'm curious. Obviously, the book's coming out in February. Is there going to be a a, a electronic copy for Kindles and that sort of thing?
0: There is. I was very honored. I actually got to read my audiobook. so I am reading it. Uh, you can. It, it's a, the pre-order for that is available now as well. But it's me reading the audiobook. Perfect. Um, so you get my excitement and my passion. And I have to tell you that was. And you know me well enough. I talk a lot, folks, like a <laughs> lot. And reading this book was surreal. I did not speak for like two days after I read it because I I spoke for like it was 15 hours straight oh my gosh, <laughs> like seven hours and then eight hours. The next day. It's yeah. crazy, but I'm really excited about it. I love this book. I'm super excited because I'm, I'm now people have read it and they're yeah. like, oh man, dude, yeah. I really got some help out of this. Like, and stuff that I didn't even think about, right? Like stuff. I, I mean, I just put in there they're like, oh my gosh, this, you know, there's a whole section on guilt, believe it or not. Huh. And, um, I've, i felt this whole this, 55 and older. We definitely see this, um, this feel this sense of guilt, this sense of responsibility to hold on stuff of dead people stuff mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i often hear it just as, says well what would my father think or what would my grandfather think yeah. and my answer is always well he's been dead 23 years like he's probably okay with it <laughs> you know and 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 if that's the biggest worry in your life then your life is amazing right? right like yeah. i mean you know and so was, i ended up putting a whole paragraph you know almost probably like five pages on guilt and, and being okay with releasing that guilt and like this is your space and like it doesn't matter how old you are Like just because there's a caregiver helping you doesn't mean you have to do everything that person wants, you know, like you're allowed to speak up for your space and your wants and your desires. And so that was a section that I didn't even really think would, I didn't even know if it would make it honestly in the edit. And it's been one of the more powerful sections because people are kind of finding their voices saying, you're right. You know, I don't have to just say thank you and take everything just because I'm, you know, in a situation where I need full-time help. Like I do have a voice, you know, and I think people forget that. And so I think there's lots of helps, helpful hits in here. And, and, and in fact, I'm, I'm really excited. I just took a hundred quotes out of the book and put them on my social media. Oh, cool. And so people are starting to know. Yeah, I'm starting to see like, I was just scrolling through Facebook that day and somebody had taken and repurposed my quote and it was like, made me so excited. It's like, oh yeah, someone's finally quoting me. Like, yeah. this is awesome. You know, I really like it. So I, I think there's a lot of ways this book will help, you know, whoever the, the person is, the owner, the caregiver or the recipient, they're all going to find motivation to yeah. kind of, Get rid of the stuff and don't let it take over your life. This is really the least important thing in your life right now.
1: Yeah. Well, it it drew me in. I'll tell you what, because it's overwhelming. Again, you don't know where to start with your own stuff, let alone somebody else's that you're trying to care for yeah. who has emotional attachments and, and you don't want to hurt feelings or push too hard or push too little. So I, I love that you've put this book out there. So where where do we find it? How do people get their hands on this book?
0: You can buy this book anywhere. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target, uh, your local bookstore, if you can. Uh, and if you can't afford it, go get it at the library. Good. You know, I'm not, we don't get rich on books anymore, folks. So don't worry about buying it. If you got to go rent it and get it at the, try it at the library, great. But mm-hmm. if you do buy it, buy it and share it with somebody. Yep.
1: perfect. Well, I would be remiss not to switch gears a little bit and talk about your TV show on PBS. So this is also a very cool, Legacy List with Matt Paxton. Talk to us about it.
0: All right. So this is a positive show about aging Americans, which uh, was not an easy, easy sell. I have to tell you, Um, you know, I've been on a very well known for hoarders, the messiest houses, lots of drama. And about 10 years ago, I started getting a lot of calls where people just say, hey, man, I'm not a hoarder. I've just been in this home for 50 years. Mm -hmm. I got a lot of stuff. And And those are my favorite clients because they have incredible stories. I mean, just fascinating stories. And as I really started putting my head around this, you know, share the stories, tell the stories, I was like, man, I need to do, like, it's time, this is five years ago. I was like, this is time for a positive show. And so I, I put together the show legacy list and and what a legacy list is. It's an item of four or five items that mean the most to your family's history and legacy. And those are the the items you should pick first, right? Because they set the tone to tell your story after you're gone. And um, I was really excited about it made the sizzle, went out to pitch it, and I pitched it to like every T V station in the country. Mm -hmm. And even like I mean, I'd been on A and E for thirteen years. I won them an Emmy. And they were like, uh, hey, are there any attractive granddaughters that will argue over this stuff? And (laughs) I was like, I'm sure there is, but that's not the (laughs) show I'm trying to make. I was like, I really just want to tell the story. You know, And, and and then people were like, well great, what's the stuff worth financially? And that's where it really made me kind of kind of hammered down I said, this isn't about financial. Mm -hmm. This is about emotional value. This is not about financial value. And I was like, by the way, there's a lot of good shows right now that talk about the financial value. And so like, uh, you know, I found one of the first episodes, I found a 44-star flag, right? Right. This is a flag that only had 44 stars. It was amazing. The first producer goes, that's awesome. What do you think that thing's worth? I "I don't know. I go, I want to know how she got it. And yes. so I said, Miss Lennis, how'd you get this? And Miss Lennis was mid-80s. Okay. She goes, oh, it was my grandfather's. She goes, it's been in my trunk for, you know, my whole life. It was my dad's and in my dad's trunk. And so we did some research. Turns out her grandfather was a train conductor the day Utah became a state. Wow. And They made four flags. He, of course, took one on the way home, put it yeah. in his steamer trunk. And it had been in a steamer trunk ever since, right? 150-some years. But don't quote me on the dates. I don't have in front of me. He uh, was 1889. So, That's however many, awesome. you know, yeah, over 100, over 104 years. And so it was amazing. I was like, so we actually found out more information about her family than she even knew. Mm-hmm. And she started to tell stories. And then um, the other late on this my favorite item I've ever found was the same lady's house. And we found a really good looking picture of Lennis when she was 18 or 20. <laughs> uh-huh. And there's always a picture of hot grandma, right? right? I mean, there's always a hot grandma picture in every house we clean, which is always really cool because you get to hear the story about who this lady is, not who she is right now. Right. You get to hear the whole story. Right. And she starts to tell me and her, her granddaughter and her daughter the story. And she's like, Oh, and they're like, well, who is that guy? And she's like, Oh, that's Fernando." And, and she's like, oh, was the and I'm like, Fernando. And she's like, that's not grandpa. You know, we're like, damn right it's not grandpa. We're like, tell us the story. Like, we want to know more about Fernando. So we find out that Fernando was her lover when she was 20. And she was oh. a professor. She was, she, she was an adjunct professor at MIT, art professor at MIT. And her granddaughter goes, what, you taught at MIT? I just thought you went there. She goes, I was the first female adjunct professor at MIT ever. Oh, my gosh. And her daughter and her, her, her daughter and her granddaughter did not know that. And it all came out of a picture of hot grandma. Yeah. Right. And I was like,
1: and Fernando, and what. Fernando, yeah, I was like, yeah, and
0: Fernando. <laughs> well, and then she goes, you know, Fernando is so handsome. And she goes, he's still, he still is. She's goes, I looked him up on Facebook <laughs> and she goes, that's what Facebook is for you know, to look up ex-boyfriends. And I go, gosh, she's right. First of all. And I was like, second of all, I was like, this is awesome. I was like, this is the stories that need to be told. Yeah. You know, like, so let's celebrate the full people. We are not just this, you know, little old lady that needs help right now, yeah. you know? And so I just really, what? once we started filming, I was like, dude, this is what life is about, man. Like, yeah. I love this. And I, and I had 20 years of hearing these stories as I was helping people go through their attics. Yeah. And so I was like, dude, that's the perfect vehicle. It's the stories behind the stuff. And so I really just kind of like made the turn and, and told hoarders thanks for the time. It was great, but I really wanted to do something super positive and, And public television is where we landed, and we're really, really lucky. I mean, that's one of the few places we can really tell that story is on public television. On a a network show, they wouldn't want us to tell – you know, because by the way, if you're – if you have a lot of wealth now – your ancestors did some pretty sketchy stuff. I'll be honest. The stuff we would frown upon now mm-hmm. and to get said wealth. And so we are able to talk about that on public television on on cable. We wouldn't be able to. Mm-hmm. So I really like that. And the families want to talk about it. You know, the families, this isn't a show about showing wealth. It's a show. It's a really a show about how we obtained it and how we worked hard for 200 years. And it's just really cool. And I love it. And the people are fascinating. And I found everybody has a story. Like, everybody has a story. Yeah. yeah.
1: Gosh, this just gives me the goosebumps because uh, for several reasons, but a just the positive, you know, I, it it draws me in, and it's like I, I can't tell, like it's it's a competition between you and Ted Lasso for who's got the best most positive TV show up.
0: <laughs> I'll give it to Ted, Lasso. Ted Lasso, man. That's one isn't of the best shows. Isn't that show I've
1: ever seen. awesome? Uh-huh. I mean, my husband and I were watching it the other day, and I'm like, why isn't there more TV like this out there? Like, this yeah. is the stuff, you know. This is the stuff that yeah. we need Schitt's, right now. Shits
0: Creek is good. I'll say Shits Creek ended up being really good. And yeah, very satisfying.
1: That was good too. Um, that on Ted a different Lasses, level. I mean, that was a different level. But yeah. I mean, Ted I mean, Lasso,
0: yeah. Ted Lasso, it's another level. It's oh, so well written. It's so well made. So well done. Um, yeah. They cost a little more than we do. We're we're a pretty we're pretty poor show, but like I will say, once you embrace positive, yeah, it gets really addictive. It gets really addictive, and so now that's where I'm at career wise. Like I am just all about positive, and yeah. I'm just like, get me in these homes, let me meet new people. Everybody has an amazing story, and like I've always had this vibe in my career, and I think most of your listeners have this. Like I get a hug, and then I get a paycheck. Yeah, and
1: yeah.
0: there's not a lot of careers that way, right? I get a hug and a check, yeah. and there's nothing better. Yeah, and I still get it. And that's what keeps us going sometimes. Right. When the, when the job gets challenging and cause it's not always easy and then right. you got to stay positive. But like someone hugs me, appreciates me that much. And then I can go support my family yeah. and folks, I have seven kids. So like, this is not <laughs> easy, right? Like I really need to get a lot of hugs <laughs> to be able to pay for all my kids, you know, yeah. but like I have really embraced the positivity of it all. And now it's, that's all I want. Like right. it's so addicting and I just love it. And it's made my day to day easier because I'm doing positive on the show. My book is like, it's all positive. And I just really, really enjoy it. And I think people listening will get addicted to it as well. And I want to I mean, like, there's positive in your home, right? Although your home might be challenging right now, mm-hmm. I promise you, there's amazing positive stories right. and they live behind that stuff. So yeah. start telling those stories, man. Start doing your own legacy list. I love it. And you, you created the
1: vehicle to, to deliver it. So I thank you for that. And I thank you for this discussion today. It's been awesome. And I you resonate positivity and you just make me smile talking to you. So thank you for joining us, Matt. And And we're definitely gonna be tuning in. We're definitely gonna be buying the book. This is an awesome resource for our owners. Again, right at home, caring for seniors in their home that have wanted to been in their home for years and years and years, want to stay in their home. Um, this is a great tool for caregivers, family caregivers, business owners, um, and then and then the stories, the TV shows. Uh, I can't imagine how well this would resonate with our client base to sit and watch, and then it's a tool for the caregivers. It's a, it's a discussion yeah. tool. It's let's watch the show. And then you get off the show and Sally next to you says, Oh my gosh, that reminds me of my Fernando back in the day. Tell me about yeah, it. You know? Totally. So yeah, I think yeah, there's
0: actually, I put in the book, sorry to coach. I put yeah. in the book, I put in thing called conversation starters yes. and it's 20, 20 questions to ask grandma. Awesome. And I guarantee you won't get past number four. Yeah. All right. Because, <laughs> they start talking but i've had a lot of families that were like i don't know how to get my grandma to start telling me the story and so i put the first 20 questions i ask, and i learned them when i was in the homes working yeah you know and and they and they escalate in emotion on purpose so Mm -hmm. stay in order um but yeah i think you'll find a lot of tools and just for the listener every chapter has a family story Mm -hmm. in it as well and so it's not just tips it Mm -hmm. follows a family and you see some successes and you see some not successes, but that's yeah. okay. And, but it, So it's just super positive, I think. But I love what you're saying. Watch the show. You can actually watch season one and season two mm-hmm. on MyLegacyList.com. It's the show website, MyLegacyList.com, season one and two. And as season three rolls out now, they, they update it. And of course, it's on public television, wherever, you know, wherever you watch public television on PBS or online, wherever it is, it's on there as well. Yep. And if you want to be on the show, we are casting right now. You can do the same thing at MyLegacyList.com. You oh, can,
1: my gosh. We need can, to figure you, that they, out. Be on
0: the show. we that. so do it, man. I mean, many
1: stories out there, business owners. So right at home, if you're listening to this, yeah. think about your story and who would be good because I'm sure yeah. that we could make that happen some way, somehow. MyLegacyList.com. Okay. Um, to to watch the show, get some ideas and get some conversation starters going. But Matt, again, thank you so much for joining us. And congratulations on all your success. Thank you you for how you're going about it. Thank you for creating a conduit to get these awesome stories out to the world. Um, Take care of those seven children, those six boys who you need a second job just to fill the fridge, I'm sure. So.
0: (laughs) <laughs> you know, our food bills our food bills are the most depressing thing. Everybody. I so, bet. I, I
1: can't bet. even imagine. I can't even imagine. Well, take care, Matt. Thanks again. Hey,
0: thanks so much. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Home Care Leadership Podcast Series. Be sure to head over to our homepage, homecareleadership.com, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tune in next month for the latest on in-home care, innovation, and how each of us can contribute to better aging.